0: What's up party people on this episode of the better fantasy bureau podcast. We will talk about the AFC South We'll talk about the return of Tyree kill what that means for you and your draft, And with a special guest our dear good friend uh, On this show and all much more on this episode of the better fantasy bureau podcast All right brain, you don't like me and I don't like you But well, let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with
1: fear. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast.
0: Cast, cast. This place is an untapped resource.
1: I love it!
0: With your host, Flex with Bliss. You much think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous.
1: I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher
0: for eight hours. Help! And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. You're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man Fifty the Grand Flex Hit list, here with my co-host, Lavin Direct. with much respect. Oh, what's up, guys? This is Alex Marchetti. Oh, God. Jesus. I'm over what's here. What's up, guys? <laughs> BFAs, what's up? What's up? What's up? Wake up. Wake up. Bloop, 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 bloop. Yo, yo, yo. Better? Better? <clears throat> yo. My, my voice is drink cracking. some water. Okay.
1: Flex, we better drink <laughs> some water right now because if not, I don't want to be hearing this coughing. Want me to pat you
0: in the back? No. No, 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 no. no. Stop, 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 stop. Better, better. You, you, you went a little bit off the deep end there for a little while. You don't want me to go there. No. Come back to us. Baby, come back. That's a good song. I, you know what? There was a segment I did last year, and it was Baby Come Back, and I used that song as a drop. I do remember. and Now, we're not, now I have drops like this. You
2: shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
0: But we need to change that. <laughs> nah, I love that. <laughs> we got to change it. So, uh, speaking of changing stuff and then uh, ramping stuff up We have a special guest today The special Juan How's it going guys? Thanks what? for having me back Thanks for coming back <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser <laughs> Just like the rest of us <laughs> Oh, now it's good that I used that Now it's good that I used that, right? Yeah, because it's not all me All <laughs> right, so so, I used yeah. <laughs> so Juan, welcome back Thank you
2: You
0: shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Get to be back. See now, now, doggy
1: fight finds it entertaining. I feel the love. (laughs) I I see the special Juan. He he took it back old school right now with the.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, pen and paper,
1: going old school. Yeah. Look at that.
2: Yeah, they still exist. It's an ESPN notebook? I went to uh, Genevieve's to get this. You went to Genevieve's <laughs> to, <get it,
1: laughs> to get an ESPN uh, notebook? Uh, no one knows what you're talking
0: about. I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. I don't about. know. I, oh, we we do. know, but our You know, I remember, I remember in high school, my boy Mario Deros, and he showed me, uh, and I guess it was one of those like, double XL magazines, one of those like hip-hop magazines back in the day that was popular, and he was like, wow, and I was just in his house hanging out, and he was like, wow, you know that people are running out of rap names because there was a new rapper in there called. Genevieve's. Oh wow! Uh, remember remember Genevieve's? No. no, a rapper from
1: Staten Island. Oh my God! You know and, where he's from? Yeah. Amazing. And uh, what was the rumors? I don't know if it's true that he, he had was. Con- yeah, he had mob ties, uh, and he was connected to uh, John Gotti uh, in some Genevieve's. Yeah, uh, it's Genevieve's nice family. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's like he know, was connected to John Gotti. Then he opened up a pharmacy.
1: Yeah, this is before the internet. You know, that got resolved. bought out by Eckerd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But well, yeah. uh, thanks for coming back, Juan. Appreciate that.
2: Anytime, guys. I'm I'm on call. How, how so how's your summer going? Good so far. It's been a heat wave, but it's been good so far. It's I mean, six months away. It's already it's already uh, the next year, and football's around the corner. So that's always exciting. Five ready? weeks You're is getting... that five weeks away or four weeks? Is uh, that six six or six. seven weeks away. Okay, I think it's seven weeks away. It feels. I don't know. It feels close, but far. I don't, I don't know. But I'm excited to be here, guys. So
0: again, thank you for the invitation. Um, yeah. To summer when you talk about the heat wave, it was right. So I wanted to go see the Lion King on Sunday. Oh, I saw it yesterday. It was fantastic. It was. It was amazing. Very sad. You, you, I, you haven't seen it.
1: So it, it it's I'm not gonna tell you what happens. No, Alex. oh, you, you're not gonna tell <laughs> me gonna what sh- happens. Don't say anything. Won't Please. spoil anything for you because I did watch the animated version. Of course,
0: it's completely don't. different. It's, it's different. Completely different? Yeah. yeah, Scar's a little. You know, he's actually the good guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, he,
0: he, oh you ruined it already. <laughs> he <You> ruined it. <laughs> he plays already. It, he plays a Timon role. <laughs>
2: Scar <laughs> poisons his antelope. Right. Continue and just, just
1: tell the whole story. Yes. Poisons
0: <laughs> his <laughs> antelope. <laughs> wait, 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 So the he got a chemistry major, Scar, the, and ended up developing a concoction. The, the
1: adaptation, right, of Lion King, right, right. It, right. Did, right? did a good job. A really um, good job.
2: Everyone did a good job. I think um, Beyonce's voice was weird.
1: Okay. I thought it was She's fun. a
2: very good singer, but as a voice of a lioness, mm, I thought it was fine. She was like, go and attack your queen. <laughs> Go and protect your king. Protect your queen. Yeah, <laughs> protect like protect your, your queen yeah. because her mom. And then Simba, Simba, where have you been? You know, it was very, I don't know. It just didn't sound uh, as organic, as childish, as Simba. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, Seth Rogen did Pumbaa. He was good. He
0: was fantastic.
2: And uh, John Oliver was uh, Zazu. All the way Yeah, it was,
0: it was good. And, of course, they bring back, you know, uh, uh James Earl Jones has Mufasa? I have to.
1: Oh, you gotta. Come on. That that voice. I wish I had that voice tonight, right? You now. do
0: the voice. Go ahead, do it. No, I can't. Do it. No, I can't do his
1: voice and I can't do uh what's his name? Uh do it. You're not very good at impressions, but no, do it. I'm not.
0: Do it. <laughs> I am your father. i am. That's Darth Vader, man. <laughs> I say character, but yeah, come but, on. But he does say that in Lion King too. He's like Simba,
2: I am your father. And he goes, I know, Dad. Wait. You keep saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the, hell the matter with you Simba uh, I am your father so, so all in all It's uh, It's better than Have you seen Aladdin? The, I haven't seen Aladdin know, yet No, no. Alright Have you?
0: No I heard it was, just, like, it was a disaster On yeah. IMDB it's getting better Aladdin's getting better ratings than Lion King On IMDB Oh really? And Lion King is, was really really good
1: It was all really right, good right. Out of the two movies, which one you like better,
0: Oof, best? That's tough. It's really tough to pick. I don't know. I was a huge Aladdin I guy think when I, I was a kid. I think with Aladdin, I had
2: more fun watching it, um, watching it over and over. The Lion King takes me to, um, with my dad, he showed me the movie first, so I always think of my dad. Right. It's a sad story, but an uplifting story. But I think Aladdin's a little bit more, much more fun to watch because Lion King is just, you know, bring out the tissues.
0: The Lion King, of course, when you know when Mufasa dies is just devastating, Ugh. and now we had to Spoiler watch. That and, yeah, well, I think everybody knows that. You're but I remember when they, when they first you? came out with the picture of. Um, of little baby Simba right now in this Lion King adaptation in you know mm-hmm. the real life and they showed like like little baby Simba and they, they wrote on the meme and they wrote, You're telling me this little guy is gonna say, Dad, get up and you expect me not to cry? Oh my <laughs> and goodness. it's true, it was really it was really a choking moment. I was like, "Up oh, here it comes. <sighs> like, I got and, and, and I started choking up to to cry. 'Cause it's a really sad moment. It's really hard to, yeah. to, to, to thanks, man.
2: The breathing gets faster when when the moment comes, it's like And the thing is
0: talking about the heat wave with this summer, when you talk about the whole point about it, is I went to go see The Lion King and it was an, an IPIC theater, which is a really like more really, really high oh, end theater. Food to the seat. Food ah, to the seat, oh yes. high full bar. It's a beautiful, beautiful, sexy theater. Spot. Uh, the AC was not working oh, properly no, enough no, because no, it was sorry. just too hot. No, no uh. Mm-hmm. I was fanning myself in the movie theater mm-hmm. to the point where their feet, their freezer they, broke. They in wanted video. you to
1: feel how I felt in <laughs> Africa. No. <laughs> yes. No. That's, come on. They gave, they they gave you element. the whole total full on experience. Yeah, no. Yeah, they no. Add to they the didn't atmosphere. drown you in water when you went That's to go find finding
0: Nemo. That's not happening. That's not uh, good
1: That will that, be pretty cool. Uh, just to answer that question, Aladdin is, I'll uh, take Aladdin over Lion King. Mm. Uh, I love Aladdin, you know, uh, even watching it, even playing it. Remember back in the days The Sega Genesis I remember
2: Aladdin. a Genesis game For Lion King And yeah. I played that But I didn't play The Aladdin one No
0: Do you, Aladdin, do you guys, Yeah I, I enjoyed it Do you Aladdin. guys ever see it on Broadway
2: mm, No Yes Both Lion of them King? Or what Lion King or yeah, uh, Lion King
0: I saw both on Broadway Which is really cool was that When I went to go see The Aladdin on Broadway The guy who played Jafar Did mm. the voice of Jafar For the movie Oh he did Yeah oh, That's That was pretty sad. cool Taking money to the bank. That That's why I didn't know. I was like, and who's like, talking about, like, you could buy residuals this, for the rest this, of the life This, like, exclusive Jafar t shirt at the end, and who did the voice of Jafar? And you hear him go, It is I. And he did it. It was it was awesome to know that he did that at the end. And a ladder on Broadway was Fun. amazing. Amazing. The, the music, it's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, the horns. Dun, dun. I'm telling you, just watch Aladdin. I mean, Lion King was really good too, but Aladdin, I, I thought just I thought it was better. I mean, my personal opinion, I thought yeah, Aladdin it's was much. Better.
2: It's it's a better it's, a, it's
0: much yeah, more imagine, fun to watch. It, it. it was just, just watch it on Broadway. I'm telling you, it's really really ridiculous. It's really ridiculous really to watch. All right, all right. So now that we got our Broadway show tunes out of the way, men, let's. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> So let's get into it and start talking more about our fantasy football, which is what we came in here. What this is, uh, what if, if anybody tuned in, if it, whoever tunes into it, what they came in for. Um, let's go into it and talking about uh, Tyreek Hill news. Let's get that through as quickly as possible. Tyreek Hill, as of now. They said the NFL said they will not suspend them. They did their thorough investigation that they're not going to suspend Tyreek Hill. Uh, Of course, they also did kind of cover themselves also by saying that if anything did arise, any new things that arise, that they will investigate it thoroughly and right away and take it seriously. But as of right now, they said that he is not suspended and he will not be suspended. What do you guys, uh, Juan, what do you take from that about Tyreek Hill not being suspended? What does it uh, do for the Chiefs and fantasy football uh, stats alone?
2: Well, it, it definitely elevates Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes for the overall year. Um, I think that um, that the investigation that the NFL goes and and does is uh, is pretty thorough. But again, you hear all the audio of of that of of the incident that took place. You kind of wonder, well, you know, by hearing the audio, you go, "Well, is he is he like this? Is he is it really like?" that mean of a person, but in fantasy, we, we have to kind of put that aside and just really take the player for, for what he produces on field. And, you know, if, if you definitely have a stance where you don't feel comfortable with taking Tyreek Hill, that's, that's, um, that's totally on you. And, you know, you definitely have that, right. But in the fantasy community, he's a commodity that a lot of people want to get their hands on. And now that he's back, his ADP levels rising and he's just going to pick up where, he left off and on a high scoring offense, so I think it's, I think it's a positive that he's back. I don't know whether or not there'll be more things that will come up to light, but there's also rumors that the Chiefs are looking to possibly trade him because they have loaded up on talent on the offensive side on receivers that they've really liked, and so maybe um, a player like Tyreek Hill gets a little too expensive following year so maybe andy reed might look to trade him see what he could get for him but other than that it's business as usual in kansas
1: yeah he's in his final year i believe of his rookie contract so I, I i doubt they're gonna try to trade him now uh but you know they did uh draft miko hardman they mm-hmm. traded up on the draft board to the second round to get miko hardman yeah. uh who's a speedster Someone that and they didn't even have a first round pick. No, they didn't have a first round pick. So the first selection they had, because for the most part, we all thought that Tyreek Hill was going to miss some time. Yeah, and, and they the Chiefs thought that same by making that draft selection, which the, which is the reason why Tyreek Hill just like people just traded him. Mm-hmm. They just tried to you know uh, you know find ways you know to recover what they could with Tyreek Hill before he loses more value. Mm-hmm. But those who got who received Tyreek Hill got him at a premium, you know, like at a bargain price. You yeah. got, got it's like going to the flea market yeah. or the pawn shop or whatever, and you just find this, this Ooh, yeah. this, this nugget of gold. You know, and it's like I'll oh my that. god. You know, so that this is that's what happened with Tyreek Hill. Now, mm-hmm. now moving forward, like like you said, they might move forward with him at the end of the next season. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know because this is not the first infraction with Tyreek Hill. No. You know, he has he has you know yeah he has a long history he has a history with some stuff already so you know they already have at least some some contingency plan some some contingency plan with miko hardman to come in and play if his price is just too high absolutely but all in all he's a a player i'm definitely going to be looking at drafting you know it's interesting where you know for most part people that probably drafted him that been doing drafts now Mm -hmm. got him at a bargain price right which and I feel congratulations so. to you guys and but now i'm just interested because you know we usually conduct our drafts later on like in a couple of weeks you know we're gonna start so i'm i'm, I'm curious to see where
0: he's gonna end up but to me he's easily like top three top four wide receiver mm. so um <clears throat> yeah so but you are saying, but you know to, to tie up both what you guys are both saying is that I feel, of course, when they them drafted Mecole Harmon because they thought that it was a high probability that he would have been suspended. And the Chiefs, what they felt the best way to pr- protect themselves was drafting a guy like Mecole Harmon and moving up, as you said, to get him. So the thing I think fantasy-wise, as you said, business as usual, Tyree kills a stud, you know, could easily be a top, uh, top three wide receiver in the NFL. What this does fantasy-wise for the rest of the Chiefs, it. It just really hurts me. Call so Miko Harmon, who was was on the sleeper boards for a lot of people, mine included, for to be a big sleeper, like because he was pretty much not really contesting for. Uh, targets and snaps mm-hmm. he was kind of thrown you know he was thrown in there to be one of the you know like the, the wide receiver two or even if you know Sammy Watkins gets hurt to be a wide receiver one even you know he was you know to be thrown in there to be one of the big guys to get a lot of those targets now with Tariq Hillback he's now a guy that has to fight for his share of targets that has to prove himself to get the share of the targets before he wasn't so now he has to actually compete to get his time on the field and to get his targets to prove his worth with Tariq Hill now being that main guy along with Travis Kelsey for that high-powered offense, which we still believe, I think we could all three of us agree, the best offense in the NFL, right? It's close. Them or the Rams? I. You it's,
2: know. Yeah, it's Rams, Steelers, Colts. Those are high-scoring so, still,
0: offenses. Still would say the, probably the best offense in the NFL. The Saints, too. The Saints, you know, too. I would still say the best offense would be the Chiefs, though. I'm not, once again, to say all those officers you mentioned are really they, good officers. I think the best offense is so. the Chiefs, though.
1: I feel like there's going to be some uh, regression because they did lose Kareem Hunt.
0: D- there's no. g- well, there's going to be some regression, of course, with, you know, um, with, with, uh, Patrick Mahomes it just kind of has to be it was just so phenomenal what he did in his last year you know that it just there has to be some sort of regression but listen Damian Williams is not no scrub either and I get it him being twenty, twenty seven 27 to 28 years old and all and stuff like that him being as, as old as old as he is as a running back but there have been running backs that have broken out when they're like 27 years old like hence like Michael Turner when he was on the Falcons he was like 27 years old when he burned out same thing with uh, Fred Jackson Fred Jackson had like a great year with the Bills when he blew up when he was like 27 years old and you know it's shown before that it's possible for running back with that age to blow up. And under that Andy Reid offense, and under the Chiefs with Pat Mahomes being as mobile as he is, with the arm that he has, with Tyreek Hill not back, now back, with Travis Kelsey there at the tight end position, it's just such a ridiculous high powered offense. And it's just, but I think that with Tyreek Hill coming back, what it does mainly is that it kills the sleeper value of Nicole Harmon mainly. I was never you know,
1: it takes a while for a rookie wide receivers to. Make an impact. Right. He he did have the best opportunity out of all wide receivers to make an impact this year. Yeah, right. Right, but I still feel like if you're are if, if you like Miko Harmon so much, not you, reflex. No no, 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 but yeah. the listeners as well for Dynasty. Hey, listen, Sammy Watkins. when has he played a full season once? All right, so had one year an the entire full season. If you if, if, if still if you're still high on Miko Harmon, hey, listen, there's Sammy Watkins. And and Sammy Watkins, if it, he's not, he hasn't played a full season, so there's still an opportunity that you could still get him right now. Especially he's probably gonna drop, so you could probably get him for free. Yeah, and in the 16th round, get him. Yeah, and, and basically free shot.
2: in redrafts. I'm not really uh, intrigued by Nicole Harmon. I'm paying attention a lot to uh, reports from camp and B writers from Kansas City. Um, the th- second in behind in targets after Tyreek would be still Kelsey. Third would be Sammy Watkins. And they still have Demarcus Robinson, who came on strong towards the last season. Yeah. And there are other rookies in camp. Um, Byron Pringle, for those who are paying attention for Dynasty. Those are players that are getting more opportunities than Michael Harmon. Michael Harmon still has not come into his own. With that said, for redrafts, I wouldn't be uh, intrigued to, to get him. I need to hear a little bit more. I need to see a little bit more, maybe in the preseason, to see how much... Of an impact he does do, and you know now Tyreek is back into the fold. So I really don't see that much uh, reason to draft him in redrafts. No, in
0: redrafts not so much in dynasty. Definitely, absolutely, more. you want to see him come into his own. What this does, though, we're talking about the contract year too. That it is, it is. Uh, you're correct. It is Tyreek Kill's last year in this mm-hmm. contract, rookie contract. Uh, drafted a guy like Miko Harmon only just furthermore gives the Chiefs power. In the, as it depends to, you know, as a, uh, to like signing Tyreek Hills, like, hey, you know, we'll give you this deal. Remember, we really don't have to. We drafted a wide receiver. You know, we got one of the, you know, one of the as at the moment right now, as of right now for this moment, like one of the sh- best quarterbacks in the NFL. And it's just right now. Like, I hate saying that. For just a guy going into his sophomore year, well, but let's be real, his rookie his, year MVP. Yeah. Come on, like it's, it's It's technically his third year. So. Technically, technically yeah, his third year. But you know is. what? I, it, yeah, yeah, it's technically. But you know what I mean? Like he, when he played his full rookie year and he won MVP. Like and then now to like you know for what he did, it's it's well deserved at least for that year to say he's one of the like Saquon Barkley. You can say is one of the best running backs in football, and it's I hate to say that for somebody so young in the yes. game, but as of this moment right now. Just like as of right now, one of the best in the game. So it's like it gives the Chiefs more power. Saying, "Hey, we really yeah, got a to bargaining chip there." So, yeah, exactly. Know. That's the word I'm looking
1: yeah. for. They got a bargaining chip there. But anyway, all in all, where where is Tyreek Hill in your wide receiver is, ranking?
2: He goes a little bit after the first tier receivers that I look at. So the first couple of receivers are so are he's your Julio. wide receiver five. Obviously. So he's like a five or six right now. I have him at the, at the sixth.
1: So who spot. you have?
2: I have um, Julio. I have Devonte, and I have Hopkins.
1: In that order, or
2: in in just I could you could really make the argument okay. for
1: either either one
2: of them. Have Odell Beckham, um, and then you you definitely want to see if because the thing about Tyreek Hill he he has games where where okay boom bust right but that's kind of um, the cliche thing to say oh he's very boom bust but at, by the end of the year he could just give you two hundred and sixty points and that's like wide receiver six to nine. So uh, I, I have him about that area around the six or nine. If I can't get one of those big receivers that you know I can get my hands on if I'm, if I'm comfortable with my my roster construction, he's there, I'm taking him. The, so, the, the one who I feel that takes a little bit of a step back was probably Kelsey, because I was higher on him with him not being there, But now that he is back, you kind of see um, Kelsey fall into the second round, and I'm, I like Kelsey, middle of the second towards the end of the second you know so he's falling
1: yeah uh i i, I don't have tyree kill that low that's interesting because he ended up in standard he ended up uh, as the wide receiver one and in ppr he ended up as the third best mm-hmm. wide receiver yeah you know and you're talking about one of the more like most uh prolific offense right mm-hmm. debatable with the other teams that we mentioned right uh and it's interesting that you have him like you oh, have Odell over him, where Odell hasn't played a season with, yeah, with with Baker Mayfield, yeah. You know Tyreek Hill at least has that rapport, you know. Yeah, no, he does. So, so you know, you know that's you know that's that's how you feel about it. But uh, I I do have Tyreek Hill after the, the the first three you mentioned. Okay, you know he's my wide receiver four. Okay, that's you know, a good spot. I, you know that's where I have him. What after, about you, Flex?
0: I mean, yeah, he's I mean, he's definitely rising up. He's definitely trending up for me. Uh, he's. He's up there like like I'm I'm more in agreement with you that he's up there as like a top five, top, you know, possibly three wide receiver in a sense. I mean, I definitely have Devontae I have Devontae and DeAndre Hopkins is my one A and one and two A. Yeah. Between the two of them it's uh a little difficult to pick. I think to me, DeAndre Hopkins is a safer option as the number one wide receiver off the board for me, personally. And then Hopkins is like my one, like two A or one B or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and those then, are
2: two very safe picks.
0: Yeah, and then like and for for Tariq Hill is is pretty much up there for me as I guess because of the main one of the main things is that with a guy with that much speed, with a quarterback with that strong of an arm and being that mobile as he is, that he's hard to take that down and just with to. to throw it as far as he can, like, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to have him, yeah. you know, to, to go against him and to have somebody, him as your team. Like, you know, if you're going against Tariq Hill, it's one of those players when you see, like, all right, who am I going against? All right, who does he have? Uh, not this, Ah, oh, damn, Tariq Hill, though. And you get nervous about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not, in a, they're not, he's not in an overly difficult division. You know what I mean? You got to play the Raiders twice. You got to be happy about that when you go against the Raiders twice. You know, so it's like, I, I like, I like, I like Tariq really Hill a lot, you know, for that, so.
2: Yeah. Um, but I, I see I see them I see the Kansas City offense uh high scoring, but I don't see them as balanced as I would see New Orleans or Indianapolis. You know, they're those teams right there, they're schemers. They um they put their, their receivers and their running backs in, in better mismatches.
1: You're talking about Andy Reid, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> scheming.
2: Stay scheming. <laughs> You're talking Stay about you
1: to talk about uh schemes and uh <laughs> Yeah. That mustache. It's Andy the mustache. Andy Reid, man, come on. It's the tash. You know, like in PPR, I could see uh, where you have Tyreek Hill, like maybe wide receiver five, maybe four, because yeah. the consistency rating of of him is not had, as uh,
2: yeah. as the receivers yeah. that that Flex just said.
1: And you know, in standard is more touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. So. That's where I'll take him because at the end of the year, he, he will end up as your top three wide receiver, right. or even your number one wide receiver like last season. Yeah. Uh, but in PPR, I could see where he could drop down. Maybe you would go for a Julio Jones because, you know, he's going to get 10 plus targets a game. Correct. You know? and, and he plays
2: in the dome. Yeah.
1: And oh, Michael Thomas, you know, so yeah.
2: Or, yeah, for Michael Thomas, yeah. I'm like one
0: of the only people that's not that big on Julio Jones this year.
2: <laughs> are, <laughs> are you sad? It sounded like you're sad about that. Yeah, Julio number one. Uh, I really have, um, um, what is uh, Julio number one, just all that yardage, 1,600 yards and, and just, you know, still no touchdowns and he still makes <laughs> his bread doing all that. So one of the
0: most consistent wide receivers. Ab- and absurd. <laughs>
2: that guy is crazy just, uh, from another planet.
0: Like I said, it's just it's, it's the scheduling is kind of tough, you know, and it's his turf toe and it's doing his touchdowns. All right. All these reasons why I'm not as high as him is like a sh- sheer she- cut, she- like, you know, like, 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 you know, 100%, not sure, no, but sheer cut, like 100% top five wide receiver. Not saying he's not a wide receiver one. I'm just, you know, I, I don't put him up there as like a top five as most of the people are doing. Okay. That, that's what I mean about it. In your, got, okay. Because his schedule is insanely tough. He has a really tough schedule when it goes against wide receivers. Yeah, but face.
2: he just puts so much fear in those. Right. But no with those schedules really...
0: and with the lack of the touchdowns, I mean, last year he got eight, but the year before that he got three. He's only, you know, it's it's so, you know, I just I just I I would rather take like I would rather take um, you know, Odell, Michael Thomas, you know, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, okay. you know, DeAndre Hopkins, and yeah, and you know, and you I would rather take case. all those guys over over him, you know, even possibly Juju. I would rather yeah. take him over. Once again, scheduling and so and injuries, and it's because of the fact that it's so hard to uh, with the touchdowns yeah. because it all and once and the scheduling for me this year is a big reason why
2: all the receive all the receivers you mentioned except for Schuster are the only ones that I would think that you could make a case for all of them being a better
0: as far pick, as receivers, go. As I mean pick, there's other yeah. running backs also do that would take over him, but yeah that's why I'm, I don't I don't see him as like a clear-cut first rounder I a see him like a people, mid to early second rounder yeah a lot for of me.
2: people a lot of people don't don't really um, think Julio's a little boring but I mean th- just what he could do physically on, on, on just the offensive side. And, and and again, Calvin Ridley being there is only going to help him.
0: I think Calvin Ridley really really takes away targets from him.
2: He takes away targets, but he doesn't... Um, what Julio has going for him is his efficiency in targets. so Or more so in yards. So he'll score those 1,600 yards. He still will be wide receiver five, four. I mean, I still see he's still gonna end as no
0: a top 10 wide receiver. So, yeah. just look at it it's just, I'm not as high as other people, but we're getting off track here. Uh, because but let's start off and get into this in the AFC South and let's finish this AFC South. And uh, let's start off with the Texans. So, the Houston Texans, uh, who had you know, a pretty strong season last year. Uh, we, we, you know, I, I won a championship last year thanks to the help of guys like DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. And like I talk about in the drafts, you know, I say about like don't take a quarterback that early. I took Deshaun Watson in the fifth round, which is very early to take a quarterback. But it was also because of the sense that I remember last year I felt like I had a very well-rounded, balanced team. I remember my first two picks with that team that I won the championship with was DeAndre Hopkins. And by some miracle, I don't know, I remember I had the seventh overall pick. I took DeAndre Hopkins. And for some miracle, in the second round, Christian McCaffrey fell to me. He ended up falling to me. So if and I, and I took him in the second round. Then I remember I had um I don't remember who one my other wide receivers was, but it was balanced up enough that I could have took, I could have afforded the quarterback to pair up with uh DeAndre Hopkins. So that's why I took Deshaun Watson. And it uh, another another pretty good, high-powered offense, but not with the greatest defense. No. But in a not for nothing. In a in a in a tough, tough division because all these defenses he goes against, they go against the the Texans. They're pretty good defenses. The Colts have a very good defense. The Titans have a not you know not the greatest defense, but nothing you can just sneeze at or ignore. Ben and Obring. the Jaguars have a very strong defense, also with the emergence of what they did in the draft by adding on Josh Allen. You're welcome, Jacksonville, for us giving you Josh Allen. But then you know it's there's still like 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 top players like we know the the. DeAndre Hopkins, I think we're all in agreement, is like a top three wide receiver for us. Fair enough, or top two even? Yeah, yeah, top two, top three. I would say
2: maybe top five. No, I'm saying but top five, top yeah. five. I, DeAndre Hopkins. I, DeAndre. You can name Deandre. four
0: players who would take over DeAndre Hopkins. Four wide receivers.
2: Yeah, because I can make the case for any one of them finishing number one overall.
0: So which which four wide receivers would you possibly take over Hopkins?
2: Uh, um, I would Besides take Julio. Adams. Oh, okay. I would take Adams, and I would take um, I would take Tyreek Hill
0: you would so you and I Marchetti would not take Tyreek Hill, Julio or Adams. I mean not, well Adams yes, but you and I would not take Tyreek yeah. Hill or Julio over DeAndre PPR, Hopkins. PPR I'll take Hopkins all day. Yeah, he's, he's well, the that's, safer pick. Well, let's that, that's how we all talk about all of. I remember it's all 12 team PPR how we did the format that Yeah, that's really format. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's the safer pick. My my whole thing is on the offensive side his target share was over 30% and um that 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 target share is is, is going to go down with the emergence of how they have um, implemented uh, Kiki Cootie and they're going to run a lot Kiki,
1: of three writers do you love, love me? me Oh God. <laughs> do you need me you shut your mouth when you're talking to me how many times do you think he hears that
0: they uh, were probably a teasing lot. And I hear, I hear it enough And I don't want to hear it anymore Enough I'm sure he hears it enough <laughs> They'll be in the locker room Right after the uh, shower it's like Kiki
1: Do you love me? I'm sure he smashed somebody
0: you. With a helmet right away <laughs> To make sure that they don't hear that again
2: Don't you ever call me a cutie
0: Yeah uh, I, I, his, his last name is also Really uncomfortable to say You know
2: his, um,
0: I have no problem saying If a man is good looking But by calling a man a cutie Is very uncomfortable for me Cutie, You know <laughs>
1: His, not um, like there's
0: anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, <laughs>
2: there's reports that Hopkins is nursing an injury, so I'm going to keep a close eye on that going into yeah the Hopkins. First Hopkins
0: is uh, going to be fine. He's on the active pup list, you know, the physically unable to perform list. But all that just means that he could just, you know, he's still active to play. But he's, you know, uh, they said for week one it's fine. Apparently, he had some uh, bone fragments missing in his shoulder during the playoffs. It just disappeared. It broke off. Disintegrated yeah, basically it whatever it was, but you tested 50, fifty. It wasn't where it was gadgets. supposed to be, like some pieces of bone or something like that. But yeah. the point was, is that he's on the active pup list, which which is way better than the inactive pup list. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they're just they're, they're just he's fine. I, I read about the reports about the city's one hundred percent fine, and nothing's wrong with him. So.
2: Okay, it's just something to monitor. Always. Yeah, something something to just uh, I guess know, they're just
0: being cautious with him. That's, that yeah. too. So, so
2: getting close to your drafts, you always want to keep uh, closer to any reports that come up.
1: To me, is all. If it's hamstring, that's one thing that's a big uh, yeah a, a, a big red flag for me, which is what Darius Geis has, because uh, those are those are forever lingering, especially for the whole season, mm. or you know a half of the season. So hamstring is one that I'll look into if any of the players that you're targeting, you know, uh, you know, there's reports that you know comes up right. with anything like that. So that'll be a big big red flag for me. Yeah, it definitely will drop. So um. But um, anyway, so Deshaun Watson. So, Oh, wait, the, but
0: real big news. You know what happened today, right? What happened? Mark Sanchez retired from the NFL. Oh. This, is a big day. this is a big day.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a Jet fan, he took you guys to how many AFC? Was uh, it two or three? It, two? It,
0: look, two all, it, all, okay. all I know is That's that last...
2: That's an accomplishment in itself. Is that last? That is. That I is. think. Listen, all I know with is that last year, I'm I'm
0: struggling to make a dollar and Mark Sanchez still got a job. I was like, what the hell is going on with the world? You know what I mean? But... He's retired now. The Mr. Butt Fumble retired.
2: Yeah. It's a UFC. USC. Um,
1: <laughs> the USC guy. Uh, so, yeah, Deshaun Watson, he's going in the end of the fifth. You could probably get him at the beginning of the sixth round. Mm. Is he a player you're going to be targeting? In the sixth round, probably, if he's yes. there. Because
2: in most of the drafts that I've done, he's not there by the fifth. All right. So, if he's there in the sixth, depending on my roster, construction – I would feel comfortable with taking him. However, with that said, if he's there, then that probably means Aaron Rodgers might be there.
1: Aaron Rodgers is going ahead of him.
2: Okay. Oh, he's going ahead of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, ADP is showing it, but I I don't want to be a slave to it as much. But ADP shows a lot more people are taking Deshaun Watson. But you could flip them, either or. Um, Maybe I might go with the quarterback that has the longer track record. Uh, So I would probably go Aaron. If he was there, but Deshaun Watson, just the last couple of games, he was just insane too. He was playing out of his mind the year before when flex was talking about how he drafted him last year in the fifth round. That was the year where everyone was like, this is, this was the Mahomes last year. You know, no one saw Mahomes being this good, but last year everyone was aboard the Deshaun Watson hype train. Everyone wanted a piece of him. Everyone was reaching to get him. Everyone was, was trying to get him. But, um, but yeah, with that said, maybe in the 5th or 6th round I would feel okay with getting him depending on how my roster is shaping up to be.
1: The last 6 games played last season, Deshaun Watson ended as the QB3.
2: Yes. He um, he really got busy towards the last end of the games. He completed like over 66% of his of his completions and it was just uh it was uh really good how he how he how he started to make a case for him being so, overlooked, because of how well Mahomes was playing, you know, I felt that people were a little bit, you know, like, low on him, in a sense, you know? Like, oh, this is the bright and shiny new toy. No one's paying attention to what Deshaun Watson is doing in the last couple of games, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but well, unless you had him on your fantasy team, you certainly paid attention to what he did. Um... So I mean like I said, mean, maybe we know we know Deshaun Watson's uh you know definitely a tier one quarterback. We put him up there with the Andrew Lux, with the Pat Mahomes, and the Aaron Rodgers of the league. So he's a tier one quarterback, especially for fantasy-wise, maybe not so much NFL-wise, but definitely fantasy-wise. We put him up there in that strong offense with that uh stud wide receiver that is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh the more the interesting things to talk about is that Will Fuller, who is expected to be there for week one, we always know the biggest thing with Will Fuller. He always has some sort of injury at all times and will fuller is one of those standard league studs when he does play does not get a lot of catches but he gets a ton of yards catches and touchdowns. a ton of touchdowns yes he doesn't you know ppr wise does not like you know he's not the julian edelman type he's not the golden Tate type or the deandre hopkins type or you know what i mean that gets a lot of targets and a lot of catches but you know he's definitely gets a ton of touchdowns and he definitely gets a lot of yardage with those uh, long balls that get thrown to him. So Will Fuller is somebody still that you're nervous about drafting. You're nervous about taking, you're nervous about having him because of the fact of his injuries and stuff like that. Uh, Doggy, where do you see, do, are you, is Will Fuller somebody that you're looking for? Somebody that you want on your team? Or is he one of those people that would be on, would he be more on your buy and beware list or of your do not buy
1: list? More like beware. Like, he is a talent. You know, whenever he plays, he's on the field. He has shown production. Uh, it, he's going at the end of the seventh round. Uh, if he ends up playing a full season, you got to bargain because uh, with, with that offense with uh, th- in the Texans, he's going to put up points, you know. But what he has shown the first two season, seasons he has played is that he gets hurt. And he doesn't complete, complete a whole season. He's like the... He's the new ACL? Sammy
2: Watkins. ACL tear last year, was it?
0: Neck, I think. Neck,
2: yeah. Oh, okay. And and could before,
1: be ACL. Man, man, we'll look it up. And uh, it uh, but And then before it was like his hamstrings. Yeah. You know.
2: Speedster guys suffer a lot of uh, hamstring injuries. A
1: guy that I'll select over him is Christian Kirk. You know, okay. I'll take him. You know, uh, uh, he, 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 there's an upside there. You know, he, he could end up being the pro bono number one wide receiver for the Cardinals. And he's and a little then,
2: safer. And, a little bit. Probably not as much as uh, the upside as as Fuller. He right?
0: did tear right. his ACL. His yeah.
1: ACL. So his, his ups. upside, right, Will Fuller's upside is up there. But again, he, he he's still going to split with Hopkins and
0: and, and, and and Cutie. Yeah. But Fuller's ACL tear was like in October. Just right. So, you know, October so, 25th. So it's like for a while. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, he. so it, he,
1: we don't even know he's going to be fully recovered, you know? Mm-hmm. So Christian Kirk is a guy that I would definitely select over him, even Sterling Shepherd, and he's really? getting, yeah. Stern and I'll, I'll select Sterling Shepherd over him because yeah. at least I know that Christian Kirk has the possibility of being the wide receiver one for the Cardinals, and Sterling Shepherd is gonna it most likely you know be you know has the possibility of being the wide number one wide receiver for the Giants. Obviously, he's gonna be competing with Golden Tate and Evan Engram yeah. for targets, but I feel like the target is gonna be there, and you know. I, I I have a better, I have more confidence
0: in them playing a whole season than a Will Fuller. Will Fuller is definitely one of those upside guys that if you take him for. So, like, he's one of those guys that I feel, once again, it's, I'm a big buy and beware on Will Fuller just because of the potential that he brings if he's able to play. Uh, It's, if your draft, if you're going wide, if you're going running back heavy, if you go running back heavy in your draft and you take your first three picks with running backs and then you want it, then you know. Let's say, like, you know, your best wide receiver ends up being like uh, Julian Edelman or somebody like that. Like, that's your wide receiver one. If you want to start building up on your bench for your wide receivers, as a because you went so running back heavy to begin with, Will Fuller is somebody you're going to take with the upside of the potential to break out like that because, um, you know, according over here, though, this is this where the beware part comes in. It's the sportsinjuriespredictor.com. He has a 58% chance of getting injured in
2: 2019. <laughs> it's a, did, I'm looking <laughs> at this
0: look at this website. I'm telling you it's pretty cool. All the research they put in. I it.
2: would not want to read that. But I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's always good to, to be plugged in. But it's something that I, I mean, this is just a prediction of a yeah. player to, to be. I mean, that I don't want when it comes time to draft a player. I don't want to be cluttered with so much negatives you know i want to be cluttered with the useful informa- information that i could that i could see it could be possibly repeated or whether if you know if the player is going to regress or not the player that i'm getting a little bit later than him like around later is kiki cootie i'm getting a lot of him um the first game that he came back um the first game that he started with um, with deshaun watson 12 targets and then 15 in another torches uh <laughs> the indianapolis colts in two games against them Kiki Cutie is a one that I'm going to probably buy a lot of shares in case Fuller does not pan out. He's a player that I could see getting a massive target share because already the rapport he has with Watson.
0: Yeah, now Kiki Cutie playing out of the slot is, uh you know, it's when Deshaun Watson, when he played in Clemson, uh, you know, he loved his slot receivers. He loved to throw it to the slot a lot. And it showed a lot uh, last year with Kiki Cutie. You know, I had him off the way wire. I mean, that's another one also with injury concerns. He was hurt before the season started. Then he played a couple of games during the season. Then he got hurt again. So it's somebody also to be worried about uh, injury-wise. But he um, he's definitely has a decent rapport already with, Deshaun Watson, um, I always did say that uh, his his quarter his quarterback in college for Kiki's uh, was uh, his last name was Holmes, and he's getting thrown by Watson.
2: Mahomes. No, Holmes. Okay,
0: like Sherlock Holmes, right? And Doctor Watson.
2: Oh, Oh, I, oh, okay. uh, oh, I yeah, see a reference of literature. Yeah,
0: nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> reference it's of literature nice. exactly. But uh, Kiki Cutie is definitely another Only guy. Flex will come up with stuff like this. Uh, Kiki Cutie is <laughs> definitely another guy that uh, you you definitely look for upside, especially in the PPR league. I mean, he yeah. you know there's been games where he's gotten like eleven plus targets and eleven plus or eleven plus catches. Yeah. So it's. I
2: think that's great at the eighth. Eighth round, ninth round. Yeah, it's definitely
0: somebody that. else that you know. He's not a guy you are looking to yeah. play every single week, week in, week out. But when it comes to bye weeks and it comes to injuries, he's somebody that you know you are not too against to have as a filler, uh, especially which is more than likely that Will Fuller could possibly get hurt, and then uh, you know, and if he does, then he's somebody that's going to take over So like Yeah, guy, uh, Fuller's
1: on his fourth season, you know, and he's never completed a full a full no. season. You know what
2: what what's remarkable about him is that eighteen percent of his catches are touchdowns.
1: He does have a touchdown. Yeah, that down. is seven games. That's he's well, playing. that's yeah.
2: like Chris Carter kind of a thing. But I mean, he just can't stay healthy. So uh, I'm not going to break my head over. Oh my gosh, Fuller Fuller. When I when I could get Kiki later, and I could even use him in, as a as a wide receiver three or four coming down to the end. Another thing about the Texans too that people don't realize they don't utilize the tight end position a lot. They don't. They're under O'Brien. They're finished on, under I think I believe 17th in tight end targets. So they don't use tight ends up the seams. The one that they will use because he's explosive is Kiki. They're setting up plays. They're setting up um, uh, designing plays for him. So I see that very encouraging. And and targets from from Watson are very valuable in fantasy.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, no, um, but then the last person to talk about, I guess, is somebody that has... Um, uh, Lamar Miller? Yes, that had, that's worth mentioning for the, for the Texans, Lamar Miller. I mean, I hate the name. Tell you that much. Not just names. I hate the person with the name. Like it's just he's been taken before so high up with so much upside, especially when he was on the Dolphins, and people still always tend to believe in him, and he's never really shown improve. He's not an RB one. He's never I don't ever see him as an RB one. I mean, at best, RB two, at best. At best, RB two. At
2: best. Yeah. Now he's more like a I mean, I'm I'm fine if he's my running back four, five in the bench. The thing is that he's so He's he's uh, he's so fast and, and he's so, you know, he's like he's a track star from before, but he just doesn't have that kind of cutting ability as as, as sharp as as a, as these other running backs that are really like they could take on punishment that could take juke players. Lamar doesn't have that. He he t- like- to
1: me, he's like a poor man. Frank Gore. I mean, Frank like uh, Gore Frank Gore, no, so. I'm talking about like poor man,
0: Frank Gordon now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: cause Frank- like Frank Gore before, when he started, yeah. he wasn't Frank Gore was player. put on
0: the reserves list. <laughs> oh, he was, he was placed on the reserves. <laughs> yeah, list all right. right never mind, at least never I feel, I feel, I, I feel Frank, <laughs> I feel
2: Frank now at this age could still juke a, a linebacker out of the way, but Lamar Miller, I feel he just can't. And, um, just but with, but uh, he still
1: gives you results, you know. Like he ended up as an RB twenty two. He, RB22, you he know? gives you he,
2: he gives you something safe. So again, if you have him as your wide as your running back three or four in your bench, I mean, I think that's okay. One other thing about
0: one other thing about Lamar Miller is that once again, it's it's the reverse of what I said before. If you're if you go running back heavy and then you look at Will Fuller to be like a opportunity guy that if he stays healthy with the upside, then it's okay. Uh, but if you go wide receiver heavy in the first few and you take Lamar Miller as your RB2, let's say your first three picks, they ended up being wide receivers, let's just say for argument's sake, and then your fourth pick is somebody like Josh Jacobs, just to throw out there. If you end up taking Lamar Miller in the sixth round as your RB2, it's not the worst in the world. I mean, even if you look around where he's going, if you look around where he's going, right, uh, you got the backup with Daryl Henderson. You got Rashawn Penny, who I don't trust. The, the Darius Geis, I'll, who's got... i will not touching him. T- I'll take Rashawn Penny. Basically, if you look I'll at... I'll take
2: Rashawn Penny, but I'm not touching Lamar Miller.
0: Sorry, but well. this is the thing I'm saying. If you look at all the players that are going around Lamar Miller, they're all backups. That's at least a starting running back. And yeah. you, once again, that's what you want. You want, like... You would want, when it comes to running backs, you want the carries, you want the opportunities. You want the volume. You want the volume, exactly. Okay. So at least there at the sixth round or with all the other running backs that are going around him and he's yeah. going towards the middle, towards later the sixth round. If I went wide receiver heavy, if that ended up, it, I'm not saying I'm going to go into a draft, all right, I'm going to go wide receiver here heavy. That's why I always like encourage people to mock draft. But it ends up being that my, three, my first three picks end up being wide receiver and I just go that route. And if I'm looking for uh the running backs later on I'm gonna go with somebody like Lamar Miller because at least he's a starter yeah you understand
2: what I'm saying but it's it, not really like I mean I, I get what you're saying that right it, if it you depends do on go how your drafts ride, go yeah
0: like last year last year I went wide receiver heavy I went Antonio Brown Mike Evans and Stephon Diggs as my first three picks and then I had to go and I ended up taking somebody like which we thought last year at least during drafts Royce Freeman and Marshawn Lynch at the time they weren't bad picks I mean, I ended up picking up Adrian Peterson to help me out more later on in the year. But still, the point was, is that you take somebody that has a starting position with the with, you know, and he has nobody really to fight for over there. Maybe Dante da- Foreman, but Forman, that's, yeah. that's yeah, all speculation. Forman, but, but
2: the thing about him is that, well, he's a year and a half removed from the Achilles heel. So he's young so that you got that going for him. But the thing was that before he got injured, he wasn't really like. Oh, my gosh, this guy's really good. Yeah, exactly. So wasn't it's like going like to be like. I like. just feel that running back situation I, I want to avoid. Again, if you do go heavy wide receiver the first two or three rounds, I mean, I, I think it's important you address the running back soon so because to, to it me, becomes so,
1: terrible. To me, his ceiling... Is not it's, it's not that high It's not high It's, it's not, not that high To me like The best case scenario
0: Is RB2 Yeah Right Yeah, That's where you end that's up That's the top, best case Top, r- top 24 runner. So back. he'll
1: be
2: Yeah 24 25 But
0: exactly Like I said If I he, went like Three wide receivers And then took a Josh Jacobs And then if I had Lamar Miller as my RB2 Starting week in Week out Alright you know what it's, it's not the worst It's but, not the worst But it's not the recipe so, You want no, to like, No so so no not, This is where I'm saying About where I would Recommend taking him I don't recommend him In much other scenarios last I Recommend season. him taking him later But yeah But not much other scenarios so reason. last
1: season, Deshaun Watson, the last six games he played, he ended up as a QB3. Right. right. Lamar Miller ended up as an RB21. Right. To me, if you're telling me your quarterback still is- Still more or less about th- the RB2 range. Yeah, but I'm saying like it, 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 Deshaun Watson playing lights out as right. a QB3. And you still and in, didn't- and, and you're telling me Miller only ended up as an RB21. It tells you a lot what,
2: about right, what he is. What is the potential? Not much. No,
1: once again, his, is his ceiling, his ceiling, not his ceiling is not, not much, that high. The only,
0: the, the only, the best case scenario, I guess in the take-up is in a situation like that. If your team is wide receiver heavy and okay. you are looking in the middle towards the end of, the, you know, like somewhere in the middle of the couple of rounds, like the six rounds mm. of so your draft, if you're, you're looking early. for a starting, if you're looking for a starting running back, <sighs> you know, in, in, the, in, in the sixth that's round. Scary. It, it, yeah, but that's because it, you went like wide receiver Simba, heavy. It's like when Simba goes to the shadows, that's If
1: you want to go super conservative...
0: Right. And,
1: and you could, you could select Lamar. Mullen. Yeah. And that's super conservative, but that's a little, but I, I'm going to try to go hit the, for the fences. I'm going to try to go get a Tevin Coleman, uh, a Rashad Penny. Those are the players I'm going to go get. If I don't like any of those running backs, maybe I'll jump and get another running back. I'm I'm high on, or running. I'll just go get a wide receiver and yeah. just stack up.
2: Right. Yeah. I would do the same. Um. Again. I, I feel where if you're in a position where you are heavily on one position, you're forced to make decisions that are not really the best ones because you've done already three heavy wide receivers or whatever it could be. You don't want to be put in a position where you have to draft a middle of the pack top twenty five guy. It's just not a good business,
0: and you know no, but this, 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 you know, this is the best case. Scenario. Like I said, at the end of the day, everybody else going around him, he's the only starter that's getting the volume. Yeah, so. At least That's what I'm saying. If you're looking towards the sixth round, you're looking for a star, you know, starting running back. Like, hey, this is a starting running back. Now, I'm not saying yeah. it's going to pay you all, but at the same time, a six round pick's not going to kill your draft either. Yeah. I remember one year, I took Amir Abdullah because he was a starter for right. the Lions. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I barely played him, rookie. but he was a starter at the time. Right. You know what I mean? But it just all depends on how your draft goes. All right. Uh, and then, so moving on from the Texans. Uh, let's move on to the so Colts. So we're not taking no tight ends, right? We're all moving forward. No, but we we're definitely taking ends, Korean yeah right. Yeah. Definitely taking Ka- Fairbair. Yeah. Kaimi, yeah. We love Kaimi Fairbair. Kaim. That's based on name alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take the guy Kaimi. So agree, dude, yeah. Draft Kaimi Fairbear in the fifth round, without a doubt. Don't All do right. that. It's a joke. And uh, the next team is, let's talk about the Colts, who I'm a big fan of the Colts, and I like the Colts. We'll try to get, you know, let's not try to rush it, but we try to move along in these three as much as possible. We talked a lot about the Texans. Uh, the Colts. Now, over here, uh, we know Andrew Luck, once again, one of those with the top-tier quarterbacks that we have, just like um, Deshaun Watson. We have him up there with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers of the game. Um, So the the, the thing was because we know T.Y. Hilton – Andrew Luck loves T.Y. Hilton. When Andrew Luck plays T.Y. Hilton, he does great. T.Y. Hilton, first time in his career last year, missed about like two to three games. Before in his career, he's never missed a game before. And he's starting to get some injuries. But uh, still, he was drafted the same year as Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And they both have an excellent rapport. We, uh, now, Marlon Mack, I guess, because we know T.Y. Hilton's a stud. It's okay to draft T.Y. Hilton where he's going, you know, most likely second round. Second round? Second round, yeah, somewhere towards like the end of the second, you know, start at third. It's yeah, good it's, Hilton yeah I
2: think that's about right. He's yeah. N- he's, the thing about him, he's never ended that, that high in the last four seasons that h- hit Luck has been healthy. He's been wide receiver 11, wide receiver t- 13. Still about a 14, wide receiver one. Man. And then one time in those one season, he was wide receiver five. So he hasn't really... That's high. Yeah, but he hasn't, ever since then, hasn't gone back to that. So I think a well, lot of Andrew people... Well, Andrew Luck's been off. Yeah, I, been, I feel a lot of there. people are a little bit really, really high on, on on T.Y. And I can understand it. I think he's more of a of a, of a a high-end number two receiver. So I wouldn't be as comfortable as I'd feel with other receivers being my number one. But I feel T.Y., I feel the, the, the wide receivers that they drafted, uh, Paris Campbell, is sort of resembles what what ty could do ty could do everything much better because he's a vet um he's a little bit taller a little he's quicker um but they have to incorporate him little by little so in the upcoming seasons watch out for paris to really kind of take over that spot where Ty. Yeah, is in,
1: in dynasty paris campbell is a player you, you if you need to watch right and you know i'm sure some have selected him in the rookie drafts right definitely a, a, a one to pay close mind and monitor. Maybe not for this year's redraft, but next year's redraft. Yeah, very good pick uh, for, uh, for Dynasty. Yeah.
2: Top uh, Paris. Uh,
1: as far as T.Y. Hilton is concerned, I understand where you're coming from with that. Uh, there are players maybe I'm a little bit more higher yeah. than him. Because like, he's going at the beginning of the third round. And you have Ad- Adam Thielen. You know? uh, Adam Thielen, the first six games, six, eight games, he had a monster. Right. It was, he was He was one of the best wide receivers. Uh there's that upside that you could get an Adam Thielen, you know, and you know if you you're higher on the Vikings offense and Kirk Cousins second yeah. year with the Vikings, then you know I could see you could argue that you could get you take Adam Adam Thielen over T Y Hilton because mm-hmm. T Y Hilton is getting there up in age. Yeah. He's known as the burner, you know, mm-hmm. and you know he, uh, yeah. he, he he's up there, but he is playing. I I could see why he jumped up on the boards because. He's playing with Andrew Luck and a lot of people are high on Andrew the coach's office. So
2: maybe a little bit too too much love for for TY Hilton.
1: Would you select TY over Cooper? No, I would go Cooper. You would go Cooper. Right. You would you select TY over Cooper. Interesting yeah. uh,
0: uh, to me. Uh, Every uh, other guy that's going around, I would take Ty. I would take him over AJ Green. I would take him over Stephon Diggs. I would take him over uh, Julius. I, I would
1: take you love Ty. Yeah, would you, you t- do you you're love. love you're what's loved, not to love? You, do you, you have have love Ty Hilton him, Jersey. I nah, do have a Ty Hilton jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good.
0: Autographed. <laughs> Autographed. There you go. What's <laughs> not to love though? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's not to love about Ty Hilton?
2: Yeah, it's. I feel that he for where he's being drafted and how he's being. Um, um, how he's being viewed as I I've, I expected him to finish the last four seasons that he's that luck has been healthy. I, I expected him to finish a little bit better than where he has.
1: Would you select T.Y. over Mar, Marlon Mack? Yes. But,
2: uh, yeah. Depending on, again, depending on the running backs you want. But the running back situation is another thing in itself. I mean, you have Marlon Mack, who's a very um, two down guy. He could do everything two down. He's very good, you know. Ideal if you have them in the standard league But um they have a Wide receiver as a running back In that backfield they have Naheem Hines yeah. They also brought in Spencer Ware And Wilkins is in the depth chart So there's going to be a lot of Things that are going to Maybe change a little bit maybe the Naheem Hines targets will still Be there but Paris Campbell is also going to kind of Cut into Naheem Hines Target share and uh, Marlon Mack He's never had a uh, other than last year, really much of a track record where he's shown where he's been very efficient. Uh, yeah. Last season he was putting it all together and he was still, you know, only just running it two downs. Like I, I don't want a running back that is just used for two downs. I want him, you know, to be a third down guy as well. And, uh, I'm kind of low on Marlon Mack this season. I, Very I, good line, the best line. I but feel I like
1: he's long. going a little bit too high. He ended up as our uh, running back 19 last mm, season. Yeah. If you look at the last five games he played, he he ended up as a, you know. Are RB18 and he doesn't catch he, up the only th- he, <laughs> he had two g- good. big games and the playoffs. P- people are, you know, that re- recency bias because mm-hmm. he had a great playoff run, right? So people are, are high on him, and, yeah. and I
0: feel like he's, he's jumping on, th- on the boards because of that.
1: Well, yeah, but Whatever. he just doesn't How catch you feel flex. I also feel
0: that Marlon Mack's going a little bit too high, even though I do like Marlon Mack a lot. I guess that, like you said, you know, best, possibly the best offensive line in football, arguably, um, with one of the best aerial arsenals, you know, with Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I think it's a little high. Like I said, I mean, if he was going down, maybe a little more towards the end of the, you know, more towards the end, like beginning of the fourth, maybe as opposed to, uh, you know, middle of the third. I think that's a lot, but uh, you know, he's 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 still a good running You know, it's it mainly thing with Marlon Mack is that he's on a good team, but it's still mainly about it being a good running back situation. You know what I mean? Like, we I mean, good running back. Yeah, he's is he that good of a running back? Maybe, maybe not. But um, the tight ends. You know, the tight ends, we love, I love Eric Gibran. You know, I love where he's going. I just think that, you know, he's going to be, especially in standard, Eric Gibran moves up for me. Um, The one guy that I'm not as high on, me personally, I'm not that high on Paris Campbell. Statistically has shown that Andrew Luck is not in great rapport with his uh, wide receiver twos. And remember, you also still got Devin Funches there.
2: Yeah, that's the guy that I'm really looking for to take over the. Number if two I'm looking spot.
0: for anybody from the number two spot, if I'm looking, if I'm looking at, like, it's I Devin guess if Funch. you want to look at your T.Y. Hilton handcuff, I guess, Devin, you know, if, if he comes up on the injury report again and injured, and if he's on the wave wire, like, Devin Funch is one of those guys that I would, you know, we would recommend that we could look for. I'm not that big on Paris Campbell as much as most people um, are.
2: Yeah, and uh, I don't expect much it, production to, from him this season. I, me, I don't.
1: To me, it's crazy that Paris Campbell's being selected over. Devin Funches. Yeah, no, yeah, Devin Funches like
2: all the way. His, he's being yeah. discriminatedly like, yeah. not loved, so I, I definitely mm. see him being um, a 50-50 guy and him being efficient in the red zone.
0: But so. it goes, it's the same thing where it goes with, like when I mentioned about Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham's going to do bad because Aaron Rodgers does not throw to his tight ends a lot. Same thing with Andrew Luck. He does not throw to his wide receiver twos a lot. So I am not... He loves uh, his tight ends, though. He loves the tight end of the red zone. Ends, he yeah. loves Eric, Eric, e- Eric Ebron specifically. He's I think, doing great. Well, I think Jack Doyle, my, uh, you know, if he plays healthy, definitely... yes, he's defi- yes. He, Eric, he'll, he'll cut, cut away, but not. In and they, snaps. I don't think anything. In, I don't think anything significant. Yeah, I, I
2: think that uh, Ebron is a major candidate to regress highly, and the 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 telltale goes on towards the last games of the season, where when Doyle came back in and he took up all the snaps, he luck is a little bit much more comfortable with Ebron with, uh, with, uh, Jack Doyle. I'm sorry. Um, as his receiving tight end. Now he throws it a lot to tight ends, but with that said, um, Ebron, I think he's currently going in the eighth or ninth round.
0: I think he's going a little higher than that. A little, I think he's, I think he's going higher than that. Oof, actually. A lot of going to round. Yeah. Oof, that's still pretty he's, high. End of the sixth, uh, seven round. He's, t- t- he's yeah, too Way
1: high. too
2: much. Way too rich for my blood. Um, uh, Doyle is someone who I'm definitely targeting in the later rounds. I can get him in the thirteenth round because it, it, of that, um, because it, of that snap count, and because it, of how the Colts have shown their interest in getting Doyle involved.
1: If I'm that late and, and I'm looking for a tight end, right? Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm definitely gonna go for Vance McDonald
2: or over, or Vance McDonald, or, but you could, but you could get you could get Doyle in the later rounds, and you could just stream him for a couple of weeks, see what he has. Vance McDonald
0: is definitely a big sleeper, of mine moving along now uh let's talk about the titans as we're pretty much already done with the hour that we're supposed to be with the show but whatever you know when you talk about the lion king and probably musicals things just happen to get away from you all the time i guess in the description we could just say hey if you don't want to listen to the lion king and all this jazz (laughs) just fast forward to
1: the 30th minute
0: yeah no everybody that wants that's going to want to listen to the lion king and jazz yeah no everyone's jazz hands yes (laughs) (laughs) yes On a radio show. Uh let's talk. All right. So uh once again, just to wrap it up so we're with the Colts. You know, we 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 like Andrew Luck a lot. Uh, you know, we, we said it before, we talked about it last time. If you're gonna take them, uh, you know, we rather recommend them a little bit over Pat Mahomes. He's gonna get the same numbers as Pat Mahomes. Not the same, but Pat Mahomes like numbers just for a little bit later of a cost. So if you want to spend that much money on a quarterback early, Andrew Luck over Pat Mahomes, we agree with uh T. Y. Hilton, we all like, we kind of split between all of us of how much we like him. Marlon uh, Marley Mack, we think is going a little bit too high. You guys think oh, all Eric Ebron's going a little bit too high. I think he's going just fine. I even put him higher in standard leagues. And wide receiver twos are not that great, but we all like Devin Funchess more than we like Paris Campbell. Moving on to the Titans. Uh Titans situation. Now, the the biggest question, of course, let's just go right into it. Derek Henry. And let's try to get we'll get through this as much as we can. Derek Henry is seen as like an RB1 almost to some people. I don't see it. No. I mean, I know he had that great, fantastic game against a stellar Jaguars defense. <laughs> yeah,
2: I wouldn't think so much stellar. The season before, they were stellar, but they were just, I mean, on the field way too much.
0: The defense, not what, the not defense that game. On. That game was, was awful. But, of course, like I said, we, it, it's improved even. Like I said, with, with Josh Allen now there, it's improved, I'm sure, a lot.
2: Oh, this season, yeah.
0: With so, yeah, and Nick Foles in the offense, so the Jack, we'll, get, we'll get to the Jaguars in a little bit. But the Titans, so the last five games that Henry played, he ended up as what? RB
1: what? RB. Five.
2: Three.
1: One. One. One, right? The last five games. He ended up as the RB one. You're, you're to, he, he produced all of his points mm-hmm. in those five games. And doesn't even catch the ball. And he ended up as an RB 13, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, I feel... At the, at the ADP that he's going right now, he's going at the end of the third round. Uh, I think it would do I'll, worse. Listen, I've been a Derrick Henry owner, you know, so uh-huh. there's some resentment there. And, you know, uh, I was high on him when he, they, they drafted him, uh-huh. and, you know, they didn't give him his shot. At, and, and then once he got his shot, he, he never produced. He and now? He's never. And in the last two seasons, even the, the first six games of this season, people were... Tr- were trading mm. trading him or dropping him he was on the waiver wire for some teams and you know then he had this you know he killed the giants he killed mm. who else he killed the, the jaguars The Jaguars. The jaguars. Yeah. He, he just had these monster games yeah and then you the know Chargers. he did good against i think too. and now he ended up now he's ending you know he's, he's 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 going at the end of the third round he's a player i'm not going to go and select no. Yeah, I think I, there's going
2: to be a play uh, a person that's probably going to reach for him and probably get him a little bit earlier than I would. I think he's fine as a as a running back number two. I, I think I, you could do worse. Maybe I like carry on. Three, I, like I carry on. I love, love carry time. on. I'd rather carry on all day. I
0: would rather Derek Henry over carry on. But um, what, really? what he has what yeah. he
2: has going for him is that that offense is now getting run heavier. Um, they did add some weapons for Mariota, who still has not put it all together uh, last season. Uh, contract season for him, and he has not gotten an extension, rightfully so, because of the way he is playing. Uh, but they are going to concentrate more on the run. Um, you still have to see what that helps on Mariotto getting targets sufficiently to either Corey Davis or A.J. Brown, who they. Drafted this uh, rookie season
0: or Adam Humphries, S-
2: or Adam Humphreys, which they signed as well in the offseason. So yet you still have things to see what what comes about the uh, the Titans situation, because I think the one who really has um, a lot to do would be
0: Mariota. No, I agree. I mean, and then um, Mariota definitely has a lot to do with it, which is why it's a very run heavy offense. That's one of the reasons I said that I would take him over carry on Johnson. And like I said about carry on Johnson. The thing is the main reason why I am not a carry on and it has nothing to do with his talent. I think carry on Johnson is going to be a great talent in the NFL. But the main reason about carry on Johnson that I mentioned before is that he's in a very tough defen- defensive um, uh, conference. You know, to go against the Vikings and the Packers are okay and to go against the Bears twice, it's very tough to go against them. Uh, not to say that Derrick Henry has it all that easy going against the Jaguars twice and the Colts twice, you know what I mean? Uh, even the Texans twice. I mean, the Texans are not that great of a defense, but it's it's not a bad defense either. But it is a very run-first offense, and Derrick Henry is going to be the lead guy. He's going to, you know, the pass, the, the pass catching back is going to be Dion Lewis. Yeah. So, But I see Deion Lewis as more of a handcuff if you draft Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry, he's not somebody that I would go away from. But at the same time, he's not somebody that I would, like, if I get him, I'm happy with it. You know I'm loving it. I feel safe. Like, besides the injury to the the, uh, Devontae Freeman last year, so, like, he's going in third round. So, if I went wide receiver in the first two rounds, I would rather have, like, a Josh Jacobs, or Devonte Freeman, or even a Marlon Mack, over Derrick Henry to be my RB one. Yes, I agree. Derrick, see now, I would have Derrick Henry over David Montgomery. Uh, I would possibly even take maybe just for this year. I would possibly even take Mark Ingram over Derrick Henry, possibly, maybe. On that, that's also very run heavy offense over there in the Ravens, and there's not going to be much competition except for maybe Justice Hill. But definitely the biggest competition that Mark Ingham has is uh, Lamar Jackson for running the ball. But besides that, it's like I see why to take Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? The way he finished off the year, to show what he's capable of. He's capable of having these big games. People were rushing to put in Derrick Henry in the championships, in the the playoff seasons last year with like set it and forget it type style because he came out of nowhere with – Blowing up with all the upside that they said he was going to have, so I could see it. There's certain guys I would take over him to be my RB one if I went wide receiver, wide receiver. But you know, I think the best case scenario to take somebody like Derrick Henry is if you go running back heavy and he's your flex.
1: All right. So my question is, if you you know, all right, do you feel like the Tennessee Titans are going to be leading games?
2: That's another thing. That was another thing I was going to ask you. Well, game scripts. The, a lot of those games that he finished as running back one was due to game scripts. So well, is he going to throw? Uh, that's the thing. Is, is Vrabel going to really let Mariotto... Is he going to let him loose? Is he really going to be like, you know, use your your targets with Corey, use uh, A.J., use Humphreys to get this running game
1: going? Because I feel like the success of Derrick Henry was more on the positive scripts, you know, like where mm-hmm. they're they winning the game right. you know, or it was a close game. But if, if, if they're going to be behind, they're going
0: to be throwing. It's Deion Lewis all day. You you would you would assume that, but like I said, the thing is that Marcus Mariota is just not that good of a quarterback. And they're not going to be looked at throwing all the time that much. I mean, if you're going to be throwing and slinging like that, you expect them to be behind, like the Raiders are going to be behind, or like the Lions are going to be behind. And I think that Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford are both better quarterbacks than Marcus Mariota. If they're going to be behind, they're going to want to keep the they're going to want to keep the other offenses off the field, keep their offense on the field, and they're going to want to rely to move the chains more with Derrick Henry, and then they'll use Deion Lewis to make the bass catching back. And like I said, best case scenario I would say for Derrick Henry is if you went running back heavy. If you took somebody like Le'Veon Bell at the end of the first, and then early in the second you took like Todd Gurley, You took if you take Derrick Henry as your RB3 and also as like your insurance to Todd Gurley, which I'm reading more and more that his knee is just fine, then his knee's problems are kind of like, you know, f- filtering and uh, you know, and, and going away. But if you took Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, and then Derrick Henry as your flex and your handcuff, you know, like your your potential RB two, you're in a pretty good situation running back wise. Would be the only instance uh, I would I, draft him as if he were my third running back. But you, but I think that's the best case scenario. I, I think worst. I think worst case, worst case, if depending on which running backs available, if I went super um wide receiver heavy.
1: I think I'd rather select Deion Lewis in the 13th round. He yeah,
0: that too. That's I, I don't thing. think I'm <laughs> in a PPR. Like I, I, think, I think it's so a very much. small, small case scenario. You're talking about having Deion Lewis, which is you're talking about playing from the behind scenario. And yeah. I think it's a very small case scenario. Because remember, the Texans are not, the Titans are not some team just to like overlook and sneeze and forget about. They're not the worst team in the NFL. I mean,
1: no. you, I you, to, say, I you say to.
0: Mariota, yeah, not that great. But the defense is not bad at all. You know what I mean? I mean, besides the Colts, I mean... The Texans are better than them, but are they that are Texans that much better than the Titans? Not by like a large crazy amount, you know, not like how like the Chiefs are like the Chiefs and Raiders is a giant margin between the two of them. You know what I mean? The, you know, like the, the Rams and 49ers have a giant margin between the two of them in a division. You know what I mean? So it's like even the Eagles and the Giants, let's be real. They have a big margin between the two of them. It's not that big of a margin between the Jaguars and the Titans and the Titans and the Texans. I think the only ones who are best in that one is the Colts. In this division. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not like a terrible team that you would just like look at and just like, all right, they're in the middle of the pack team. That's what they are. They like to be students of the leagues you know what i mean of the class
2: yeah the only in, in like the
0: b might you know like the b solid b b minus students of the class yeah. so
2: the high the high scoring offenses definitely are the and the Texans right but be,
0: that's the thing is like you know you to, i think the de- 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 lewis is best used in a better scenario where it's like you're gonna move the ball more with a better quarterback and i think they're gonna just move it with derrick henry i think he's gonna be the main guy uh we all also like adam humphreys yes or no I like him as a solid uh, wide receiver too, as a solid like, guy to take with potentially upside in a PPR league. I in think a we PPR all like him.
2: later rounds, yeah. But I, again, that 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 offense is going to be run heavy a lot. The same yeah, way, yeah, one hundred percent. But we, but you know, as far him.
0: wide receivers go, I think we like him. I, I, don't, I don't love Corey Davis. What do you guys feel about Corey Davis?
2: I like I, lo- I
0: love Corey Davis's talent. Uh, love I think
2: Laf- uh, Matt Lafleur last year couldn't really didn't know how to really use him or get him going, and that's another thing that has me kind of wondering <laughs> what's he going to do in Green Bay. But with that said, his target share is going to go down, and and I don't think he's going to be a player that I'm. I think I'm going to fade him this year.
1: Corey that. Davis, even, he dropped. <laughs> he dropped. Round. He
2: dropped. Okay, so ninth round. That seems a little bit better. But I mean, still, what is the best outcome? You know, for him. I just really don't want to invest that much in offenses that don't score that many points.
1: Yeah. No, I do agree you know? there. Uh, uh, Corey Dav- Davis. He he has a. Yeah. He's a beast. You yeah. know. It just. He's paired up with the bad quarterback. Yeah. If and, would, uh, and, if, and if he would have been with even a Derek Carr or. Matthew I, I don't Stafford. know if he's a Ugh. beast. Both players. Are like, he's definitely not he a good kid. He's a, he's a talent. He has a talent. He has a talent.
2: He definitely has. He's just uh, in the wrong situation. I think, so he, I think players, he's okay. Yeah. Players like that. You just, you know, you don't really look to get them, but if they fall on your lap, why? Not? Yeah.
1: Like he's going, at, he's going at the, the beginning of the ninth round. And, uh, that's fine. If you're already stacked up on wide receivers yeah, or like let's say you want really running back yeah. heavy and this guy ends up being maybe a wide receiver three, it's a, it's a good shot.
2: It's a good shot. And you're yeah. getting and you're paying like a wide receiver four or five. Yeah. On a wide. That's fine.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, finish this all off. Let's get through this, guys. Uh, the Jaguars. The Jags. Tight ends. Tight what? Tight ends. For, oh, yeah. We did Walker. walk. We love him. I uh, love Delaney, Delaney Walker.
2: Walker Oh for you're talking About the Titans now Yeah well, oh, Okay
0: yeah, Finish
1: off with the
2: Titans Oh, Yeah, uh, yeah Delaney Walker I think uh, what, what is he like 50 years old He is he, <laughs> He's the going to The fact that rounds. he's Coming back The fact that he's Going to come back I think is going to be A positive for Mariota.
0: I think it's going to be More of a positive too For Derrick Henry They know somebody Down the field Is going to catch more So yeah. uh, I, I Listen Delaney Walker Is going right now In the 12th round Yeah Give me Delaney Walker In the 12th round All day No problem uh, finishing off with the Jaguars, another not stellar high power offense. The best thing about this team is their defense. But now Nick Foles on the center. Monchetti, what do you think that does for the fantasy value? What do you think Nick Foles' fantasy value is? And what do you think that does for the fantasy value of their uh, wide receiver core, which is built of like guys like Keenan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, and who else is up there? There's somebody else that I'm missing. D.D. Cole, Keenan Cole. Mark Lee, Marquise Lee, DJ Shark. DJ Shark. DJ Shark. Yeah. Alex Marchetti, what do you think?
1: Listen, the only player I'm going to be targeting in this team is <laughs> Leonard Fournette. I agree with you. That's the guy I'm gonna get because to me, he's gonna not only be uh ruling the ground, he's definitely gonna be getting some targets. And he if does, healthy.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Um he doesn't catch um he doesn't catch that many balls, but the 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 fantasy points that he's producing is a lot so the, towards the end of this last season before he got suspended he was catching the ball quite a bit and i think that's going to continue so he's uh, definitely a rhythm running back you have to just keep giving him the ball keep giving him the ball keep giving him the ball um with that said i feel he's such a good running back but he's very kind of unmotivated i feel if he was a little bit more motivated and about his you know bettering his his uh his overall uh craft i, I think he could be a very very good running back, but it's it's a little um murky with everything that he's um how he's gone about his business in, in Jacksonville, but hopefully this year will be different.
0: Yeah. Um Leonard Fournette was one of those guys last year that if you took him you were just kicking yourself over and over and over again for taking him and had a trial. Yeah, and it has yeah, a lot to do with second. his injuries. He was injured pretty much the entire game, you know, the entire year. And then the year he the date, one day he comes back, he gets to a fist fight to be suspended into uh-huh. a fight. He punches. who's punching a helmet nowadays, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. And uh Leonard Fournette is, that's who. Uh he's cornered at that market, you know, that 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 market stone, whatever. He has a cornerstone in that market. Anyways, but the thing is, um, He's he's going to be another headache I'm pretty sure that we're going to be talking about all year long about is Leonard Fournette going to play? Is Leonard Fournette going to play? If you take Leonard Fournette, you're taking him mainly for the upside of the chance of him producing RB1-like numbers. But it is a headache. Leonard Fournette, to me, is a definite huge buy-and-beware kind of guy. Yeah, Big time, is going to be in the buy-and-beware list. High we- risk, but the reward is, is pretty when high. When we do the BFB list, he's going to be definitely, uh, you know, uh, high uh high you know like buy and beware kind of guy he he's going the beginning
1: of the third round you know he yeah. he's a player that fourth. the first two huh I'll get him probably later in the, the fourth? fourth yeah he's a player that last season he was considered first round he yeah. was a, a yeah. top top 5 rb you know top 5 top 7 rb well you
0: know for good reason his rookie year was a, was a great year how old is he he's so like 24 so young 24 he's young. so young
2: if he puts it all together in his head and he just stops <laughs> being you know Excuse just uh, you know a knucklehead you. thank you if he stops being a knucklehead, I really think he could. He has everything, all the tools to to put it all together with, again. And um, another thing that is positive is that a lot of uh, yeah, players, twenty four, a lot of uh, of the better offensive line players were injured last year. Now they're coming back this year, and he did show a flash um, on a round of games when he did come back after being hurt the first couple of games, and he showed like he was oh my gosh because of the rhythm that he was getting. Or the amount of usage he was he was uh, being fed, and he just you know threw it out the window. So I feel that maybe the arrow could be pointing up because it can't get worse than this.
1: Listen, you're talking about a player that now gets gets upgrade in, in the quarterback position. Uh, I I assume that we all agree that it's an upgrade. Nick Foles over Blake Bortles, right? It is, but not Die. like drastically, huh? Not, I mean, not, not yeah, drastically for me. Drastically, drastic to me, me is an upgrade. Not drastically, but it is an upgrade. I mean, it's a big, gonna, big upgrade. It's you know. an upgrade. It's gonna help. D. D. Westbrook is gonna help. Uh, whoever is the tight end for that team. It, 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 wh- wh- he's whoever, a sleeper. The tight end for the team. I think it's Swain.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah it, 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 Jeff Swain from. Uh, yeah, he played for the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys last season. Yeah, so uh, keep
2: a close eye on him. I, I have him as a late, late, late round. Yeah, so the,
0: end the
1: t- tight ends are to me is the sleepers sleepers uh, Is a t- is a, a position that you should target if it's Jeff Swain or. Who's the other
0: tight end that they have is Josh Oliver. Oliver. Josh, Josh Oliver. Oliver. Uh, O'Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Another one. No, O'Shaughnessy. I think the guy no. to see a swim. because of Swim for, for Woodside and being very with a lot of Irish people, I want to draft O'Shaughnessy based on name alone. And I feel like all the negativity with
1: Leonard Fournette, with his attitude and stuff, mm-hmm. it definitely dropped him. But if you look at his season, 2017, he was averaging 14.9 fantasy points. Yeah. Per game. Last season, right. 12 point, 12.5. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that bad. He yeah. had three monster games, and you know, and then he, had a, couple, he, he had a couple. of He had a couple double digits games, and yeah. Uh, I I, I just want to. I would just watch last season, mm-hmm. right? You get him in the third round, and you know, if if you believe in his talents, and you believe that you know he's a first round pick, this guy. Yeah, you know? I believe so. In I, I don't. Be, I don't believe the Jaguars are just going to give up on him. Yeah. You know they they, they didn't uh, sign T J. Weldon. Yeldon, T J. Yeldon went to the Bills. No. So. You know, I feel like he's going to get more opportunities, if anything. And he could, he has a potential, the potential to end up as a top five RB.
2: Yeah, he has that upside
1: to to end in
2: top five or top ten.
0: Speaking of all that, uh, about not getting TJ uh, T. Yeldon, sad to say with his name, but there's another guy that I am definitely targeting. Even if I did draft Leonard Fournette or I did not draft Leonard Fournette, I am looking at somebody like Alpha Brew. Uh, Leonard Fournette could get hurt, and then who's going to take over? It's going to be Alfred Blue for the time being. Is that a great thing? No, it's not a great thing at all. You're not happy about it. But at the end of the day, if you draft super late with your last pick in the draft, if you take Alfred Blue and then TJ, you know, and then he and then Leonard Fournette's hurt, you know what? At least you have the starting running back there. That's all it is. I'm not. It's it's not a, it's not a difference to your team. It's not to make a difference. I'm just saying, take him with the last pick of the draft. I don't know about take, that. Take it with the last. I, I, pick I, in the draft. I just
1: need to correct myself. Fournette has seventeen point seven fantasy points per game, two thousand seventeen oh. and mm-hmm. two thousand eighteen, fifteen fantasy points per game. Mm.
0: It's not bad. No. And we don't love any of the wide receivers for the for the Jaguars, right?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, no. They're no. they're kind of like a, just like a bunch of just receivers just bunched up together and see i think the best one out of that whole receiving core is dd that's the one that i like if
0: you're taking anyone we just say take dd if anyone you're gonna take but
2: the thing is that he's he's uh nick Foles is kind of downgrading in the sense that he's going to a lesser offense that just is not as good not as good of a line he doesn't have Ertz there as a safety blank he doesn't have jeffrey he doesn't have anyone else so now he's stuck in jacksonville so i think a good Part of that is going to be he targets the tight ends, so that's something to monitor how much he targets the tight ends and oh. Swam is is a good name for that and and fournette and to see what happens oh, with the receiving core but uh I still feel they have strides to to do and and they have to keep that defense off the field last year that was their problem. they were on the field way too much, and they got just tired
1: I think it was just an off season for them in the defense you know they still have the talent there. Oh, they absolutely! Upgraded. Yeah, they upgraded, yeah. so they're
2: big. they're going to be better on.
1: Defense. I think I think this division is going to be pretty tough. I think the team that's going to end up having the worst record is going to be the Titans. Believe it or not, flex. Yeah, I think. I know you're high on, on them, but on I Titans. think. Who we'll said Jagu- I'm high on them? I said nah, B.
0: Yeah, because you said we you think know, they're an F student. They're not, an F, they're not F. They're not. the dunts. The, you know, the, dunce, the dunce, you know, not the special ed's of the, of the class. <laughs> Jaguars might be sli- uh, the sleepers. You know, yeah. so. The Jags also uh,
2: have shown a lot of uh, trust in DJ Shark. They got him last year. They drafted him pretty high. So that's another thing that's kind of like a head scratcher where you feel where DD is a little bit better than DJ Shark. But, you know, the coaching seems to be a little bit higher on DJ. So whatever,
0: for whatever that's worth. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up because we went way overboard. Uh, thank you very much, Juan, for coming on today. Thank you for inviting come back again very soon. Uh, And as always, you can always follow us. I didn't get to to say this entire time. Jesus Christ. I'm still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on uh, Instagram and on Twitter at BFB Podcast. Follow us on both handles. Hit us up any single time that you want with any one of your questions. Uh, Still got a lot to cover. Still doing two episodes a week. Party people, success nonetheless. Peace, BFAs. Peace, party people. Love you guys.